0: So Sarah, Sarah Holyoke, Mrs. Holyoke, <laughs> head of early years. Yeah, it's lovely to have a chance to speak to you, and I think it's worth saying that it's leading up to Christmas, and uh, you and I both had the pleasure of watching the uh, was it the early years nativity last was, week kindergarten reception. Yeah, that was an, quite an amazing amazing opportunity for the children but why do you think it's important for early years to be involved in activities like that whether it's an activity you know an activity or another yeah i think it's so good at such a young
1: age to have that opportunity to stand on the stage in front of an audience being themselves and, and showing their confidence their independence and if we start it at that age then it makes it a lot easier later on so it's yeah really key and
0: just lovely they enjoy it it's those moments that you remember uh, there were lots of moments to remember. Uh, for example, one of the poor donkeys slipped off that low stage, but he was okay. I hast to he say, was. he was okay he in was. the end. It was yep. all part of the learning yep. experience.
1: I think he was really keen to get back and start singing again. It was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. But of course, you're you're very familiar also with the uh, regular visit of Father Christmas. Talk to me how we that do, happens. Yeah. So we have to
1: contact him in July. We phone him, and he replies, in the po- obviously in the North Pole. Obviously, and he uh, replies and says, "Ho ho ho." Um, <laughs> Um, but he's a very successful father Christmas. Uh, I think he has quite a reputation in Cambridge. And um, I remember the first time I opened the door to him um, eight years ago. I thought, Oh my goodness, they have
0: the real Father Christmas <laughs> come to Maddingley. How is this possible? So yeah, he's he's very very good and excellent for the children as well. As all he part is, of, the, yes. of the lead up to this exciting yes. time for them. Yeah. Um, but really, what I want to talk to you about more, you know, more seriously perhaps is this whole um uh, the whole issue around early years because i find it interesting that in a number of countries they don't have formal education mm. until what five six <laughs> seven yeah whereas in this country it seems to be the minute you're born then off you go i mean could you talk to me around the principles behind that because obviously we do value it yeah why do we value it and why is it important. I think it's
1: it's not sort of separating out this idea of care and education, like, but seeing it as a, a package that the, the stages of development babies go through right from the beginning um, is all part of a learning experience. And I think I didn't really understand this until I had my own children, but... Having a, taking a bottle or learning how to sit up these are all stepping stones that actually lead into believe it or not what they're going to do in kindergarten at age 3 and then what they go on to do at school and I think it, it ties in with um, that idea of resilience and, and mental health that we talk about a lot at the moment as well it's this knowing a baby's journey right from the beginning, knowing what experiences they've had, and also being able to influence those experiences. So really working in partnership with the parents to really understand actually what this baby's like. Is it a sensitive baby? Is it a really sociable baby? Okay, so we know it's a sensitive baby. So what are the steps that we need to take to make sure that it doesn't have really traumatic experiences, that things are presented in a way that it's gonna cope with? because that does actually have an impact when they get to age three. Um, And so I think for us, it's really about thinking about where that beginning journey is and how we can then lead them through that and help them navigate it so that they've got the skills to be really school ready at age five when they start reception. And I think that's what I'm quite excited about. I'm really excited about what we're doing um, with our nurseries, is that partnership with parents. Because as parents, you don't know what you're doing. There's no manual with these babies. And there's a whole host of books out there that you can read, all saying something different. So I think it's in that sort of discussion between professionals and parents, who really know their babies, that we can start to have that conversation about, well, what's going to work? And you sort of devise a programme around the baby and around the child as they develop and move on. And I think certainly that's what I felt I was lacking as a parent. I knew all the education side of it. but. You just see this child and you think, what, what do we do with them? How, what, how do we best navigate this?
0: Yeah, that's really interesting because <clears throat> I'm i not a parent myself but I've obviously um, been in education a long time mm. and my senses with um, very little children, babies, straight toddlers, they're almost like a blank canvas but Don't what you're saying them. is They are, but then there's a personality behind it. There is. And how do we get the best out of that personality? And you can really see their sort of behaviours as
1: babies. You can track that later on when they're in kindergarten. So, for
0: example, give me an example.
1: So, for example, um, a child that perhaps as a baby uh, doesn't like meeting new people. They don't like smiling at people. They're quite serious-faced. Going onto the stage yeah. in kindergarten on, uh, for the nativity, that would be a really tough thing for them because yeah. they're not the type of individual that likes that social or isn't, it lacks the confidence in those sorts of social situations. Now, that's seen as a baby because as a baby, people come over and go, Oh, hello how are you and that baby will have displayed the behavior of just being a little bit reserved and not automatically smiling whereas another baby will giggle and laugh and love meeting strangers and being in busy environments well then you put them on their nativity kindergarten stage and they'll be the ones that's belting the words out going faster than all the other children because they're just so pleased to be on ending up on the west
0: end exactly (laughs) yeah so that's really interesting because what you're talking about is an approach to learning is very much um, based on what you observe about that child. Whereas learning more generally, or education, if you look at the system, is a system. Mm. And the assumption is that every child has to cover certain content, develop certain skills, Mm. reach a certain level. But that's why we're the Stephen Perse Trisha, Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I work here
1: because we're not a system. Because we do go back to the individual child, and we we know the program that needs to be mm. they need to cover. We know that. But we can devise that on what's going to work for that child. And I think that's what's so key is that what we're doing with the nurseries just brings that a little bit earlier. Mm. And it means that we're not waiting for the child to come to us at three, having had a sort of package that we don't know about. Whereas actually, we can start building that program when they need it, Mm. right from the beginning. And working with parents on that. I think that partnership with parents is key
0: why do you think i absolutely agree with you by the way and then this is what i'm very proud about with the (laughs) foundation that the learner is at the center of what we do Mm. Um, but you're talking about something really that when i'm listening to it it is an extension of what we do but it's absolutely right we should be doing for babies as well but that's not necessarily what happens in other settings am i correct
1: no but i think um there are Like, for example, health visitors. So the the limited resources that are out there, that's what their intention is. They want to be able to do that. Um, And they do, with the limited resources they have, they do try and offer that type of thing. So you go and have your baby weighed maybe once a month, and there are health visitors there that can have that conversation with you talk about well how are you getting on what sorts of things are you doing at home I'd advise that you do this. So supporting your parenting basically. It really is it's mm. there and it's supporting your parenting so that you're supporting the development of the child yes. it's not it's not um, about this is the right way to, to parent okay. it's not like a so program it does, of study. It does exist but it's
0: in a different. It is pot, yeah, if you like. and, yeah. It,
1: and it's so limited as well and I think that's that's where parents can feel really adrift, I guess, is oh. that it's not that continued support, which is what I hope we'll be able to offer with the nurseries. It's so t- talk to me about the
0: planning around our nurseries, because we're, we're <clears> getting <throat> quite close now, aren't
1: we? We are. To the we opening. Are. We are. So uh, our Dame Bradbury's Nursery will be opening in January. So January 2020? Yep. So we have babies uh, signed up and, and ready to go. They've had their
0: visits and um, had a little play in the space. I um, went to the Dame Bradbury's Nursery open event in the summer. hmm there must have been at least fifty babies there. Amazing. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shocker of babies. I don't know what collected down is for, for babies. Yeah. yeah. Lot of lovely, lovely. Lots of fun. <laughs> Lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then
1: our Salisbury Villas um, nursery is almost... That's by the station away. in Cambridge? It is, yep. Um, that's going to be... Well, I watched the buildings being lifted in wow. to the garden uh, this week in the in the wind, strong wind, and they still managed to get them in. It was incredible. These are modular buildings, they aren't are, they? Yeah, yep. Uh, the six modules that have all been put together to make two amazing rooms, really lovely And spaces. that's in addition to the house itself? It is, yes. Mm. Um, so that should be ready um, by the end of January. Mm. Um,
0: so very excited (laughs) very excited and if you finally if imagine I'm a prospective parent uh, and obviously very concerned to give my baby the best possible start Mm. what would be be your elevator pitch to me to choose a Stephen Purse nursery?
1: I think it would be that um, we can really work in partnership with you to uh, really understand your child what your child needs and how we can support them in developing changing becoming the
0: people they're meant to be that's fantastic and actually that fits in with the whole Stephen Purse Foundation philosophy around education so Mrs Holyoke thank you so much Uh, and I look forward to um, many babies joining us in the future yes thank you (laughs) thank you